It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome for this Monday show. And in keeping with the you're kidding factor, you've got to be kidding factor, I have decided to do a show on something that many people think they know about, talk about in the area of sexuality, but don't really have an insider's view nor an insider's experience. And the area that I'm talking about is phone erotic talk, phone sex. And people, you know, think that there's only one way or think that it only this business model, because it is a business uh, driven by demand. And it's like people will often think, oh, well, I, I, I have an idea of exactly what it is. Mm, maybe not so, lamb chop. So what I wanted to do today is invite my guest to be with me, and we're going to go over the things that she has done in her business model that created her business. And I have a ton of questions because, of course, my, my little mind just does not stop on one thing, and I want, to, I want to have all the answers. And so I have written out a ton of them, and I trust that you will enjoy. Now, Sharon, are you on with me right now? I am. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. Now, please now your one website is climaxconnection.com. That's correct, yes. And so of course I am going to ask you that standard question. Sharon, how did you get into this? Well, unfortunately, like most women in adult entertainment, financial desperation that usually is the path that mm-hmm. many of us end up there with. Not mm-hmm. all. There's certainly some women that that's not the case. But uh, unfortunately, yeah, a lot of women did end up there. It's kind of a last chance job for some people. Mm-hmm. It's, now, uh, it's sad, but it's true. Now, question. For people who go into this, how long do they typically stay, and do they like doing what they're doing? It is a job with an extremely high turnover rate of women. Mm-hmm. Some women will only last a night, a few hours a week. Um, you can go on to these sites and they will have set up a profile. Three days later, it'll be gone. It's like, no, I couldn't cut it. Really? It definitely takes a certain type of personality to be able mm-hmm. to stick with it. And a lot of people, unfortunately, just don't have that. I don't know what makes people 
be able to stick to it the way that I have, and there's definitely women that I know that have been doing it a lot longer than I have, but I know so many women. Oh, no, I tried that for a few hours. I tried that last week. It's just not good. Really, now, is it mainly yeah. women? Oh, yes, yeah. There are male operators, and most of their clients will be men, mm-hmm. but uh, men are just never going to be able to do as well. As women, I remember one male operator that messaged me, and he said, "Are you able to make a living at this?" And I said, "Yes." And he said, "Gee, I can't even make enough to pay for my gas." And I no. thought, "Wow, uh, really? That's, that's really sad." Um, but well, yeah, at least he was honest. A lot of women. Yeah, he was honest. Yeah, and there's a lot of women that are really, really struggling. So for a guy, it's you know, if they want to do it for a bit of pocket money on the side, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But to find a guy that's able to support himself, oh, boy, that's yeah. very rare. Very. Now, can you just explain to the listening audience what is what would be the difference, for example, between what your company does and a cam girl site? And if you can explain the difference between the two. Because this is where I think people put everything all into one place. Yeah, they are different services. Women that are offering CAM obviously feel a lot more confident than than some women that are offering phone. The thing about phone is you can remain anonymous. It's just your voice. Mm-hmm. On CAM, I mean, you're literally showing everything. everything. And somebody's probably recording it. And 20 years from now, when you've got kids, you know, oh, gee, I saw your mom last night on, uh, you know, this on website. On Leap right. Yeah, right. And, and I have spoken to girls, because I do professional writing as well, and I have written for other cam girls and operators. And I remember this one cam girl said to me, and she was a nice lady, and she had a little girl, and she said, I really worry that this is going to come back to haunt her when, you know, things well, I, are on the Internet and there's no way to get them off. Well, I, you know, I suppose we can adopt one attitude of, you know, if it weren't for the fact that, you know, Kim Kardashian had done her porn film, <laughs> she wouldn't have had slash Paris Hilton slash whomever else. True. But, you know, if it's being done, you know, as a service, that's another thing. Now, let me back up and ask a question I've always wanted to know about this. What do you feel as someone, now how long, you've been in this business now, six years? Yeah. Okay. What do you feel is the best benefit, health, mental, physical, whatever it might be, that you give your clients? And do you have regular clients? Oh, honey, if I didn't have regular clients, I'd be in deep trouble. Okay. It's your regulars. It's your regulars that are your bread and butter. It really okay. is. Okay. You sure get guys that want to try everybody and, you know, they'll never call again, but there's definitely people. I'm still talking to people that I have talked to since the second day I started. Really? Yes. Really? My best client that I have to this day, he called me the second day I started, and I'm still talking to him on a practically weekly basis. Ah, so cool. there's definitely guys that I have been talking to right from when I started. Some of them will call for a few months, and then they'll get tired of you, and they'll go away for a number of months or even a year, and they'll come back. It's like it's like you're on a rotation of their girls that they have. But right. there's others that you will hear from every week, every month, every six weeks. There's definitely the regulars. You know, the regulars are important. Right now, and... When we were setting this up, I did say to you, you know, of course, I want to know what some of the goodies are, like some of the things that, you know, you would not normally share. So 
I'm not going to ask that right now, but I will. <laughs> what, for this client, who is one of your best long-term clients, uh-huh. do they always ask for the same thing? Usually they do. That was one of the things that really surprised me when hmm. I started, because I used to be very worried when I started, how am I going to come up with a different fantasy every time these guys call? Well, within a couple of days, once I started to get guys that were calling over and over, I realized most of them want basically every call to be the same. I've even wondered, why don't they just tape this and play it over? Because so many of them practically want word for word every single call. They know what they like, they know what they want, and that's all that they want. That's not the case with 100% of the guys, but with Mm -hmm. a lot of them, it is. They definitely have their little fantasies that they like, and they like to repeat it. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, let's be really honest here. For most people, in the area of sexuality, your brain is your largest, most powerful sexual organ. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you don't get your brain engaged, you're not going to get your body engaged. True. And you typically have already downloaded, as we refer to it, uh, the nerve response pathway, mm-hmm. which then has you know that this is what's going to turn me on. And I literally had a conversation with a woman this morning concerning um, older couples. And I want to ask you that also, you know, the demographics of who mm-hmm. it is who is who's calling you. And she said they you know, are, whether it's the stress or whether it's one thing or another thing or whether it's perimenopause or menopause, but they just, she's not the least bit interested. She has no libido. And I said, this this is the permission factor statement. I said, what most people are not aware of, they have been told so constantly by media and by the adult industry that you're supposed to be just like, boom, turned on right away. Flip the switch, yeah. Exactly. And it's so not the case. For most women, it literally is they have to be start doing something of a physical or erotic or an intimate nature, and then their desire cycle clicks in. And, Sharon, it's the same thing for a lot of men. So we are being given this nonsense performance pressure that we're supposed to go into this, you know, completely eroticized state and our body is supposed to be ready when that's not what actually happens. So, and she said, wow, talk about, you know, giving, you know, us a break. So we have two minutes before our first break here. What I'd like you to share with people, you are currently based just outside of Toronto, correct? An hour southwest of Toronto, yeah. Correct. But you do calls all over. Do you just do them on, on just on phone, or do you do any Skype just with voice? Um, I do do Skype just with voice for international clients, North mm-hmm. American ones. Um, they either call me or I can call them. Mm-hmm. But I do have some international clients that I'm willing to talk to them over Skype. That works as well. Okay. And demographics, what are the ages, and are they mainly men for you? Oh, I only get lady callers a couple times a year. Oh, okay. I've had guys call from 18 to 94 was the oldest. I'd say the majority of them fall in between 30 and 55. That's the majority. Okay. And because I know we had some interesting conversations on parts of those demographics and why they would be calling you. Uh And now we're coming up to about 30 seconds before our break. And 
When we come back, Sharon, what I'd like to do is go over, are they seeing things in porn and seeing things elsewhere? Because I know, for me, on the trending side, people will start seeing things in adult material and they'll start translating into their bedroom. So then I also want to ask you, where do you go to learn about your ideas? <laughs> and coming up to our first break, my guest is Sharon, who is the founder of ClimaxConnection.com. We will be back after this with some goodies and where she gets her information. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with your host, Lou Padgett. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's paying it forward with tips, tools, advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Join the Executive Business Seminar with author and trainer, Dr. Risa Wolf, Ph.D. Are you looking for practical business tips and techniques for dealing with difficult situations or lowering speaking anxiety? Then this show is where you need to be if you are a business owner, corporate executive, or anyone ambitious about their career growth. Dr. Risa Wolf draws from her extensive mentoring background for business leaders and executives and interviews leaders who have practical solutions. Join Dr. Risa Wolf every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for your edition of the Executive Business Seminar right here on ABRN, the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. And I just want to give a nice little shout-out to my friend Sandra Beck, who is military mom on Toginet and just had her 200th show. High five, my dear. Well done. Um, and my guest today is Sharon Summers, who is the founder of ClimaxConnection.com. Now, Sharon, I don't think I got, I don't think I waited to get an answer from you on this. What are the main health benefits that someone would come to this? Because as a sex educator, I look for the sexual health angles. So 
why would someone be coming to your service and what would make your service more beneficial for them? Well, I think most people already masturbate, but it's always better to masturbate with company, with somebody than alone. It's much more enjoyable. The physical sensations, obviously, if you masturbate alone compared to with a person, are the same, but the emotional component is totally different. There's such a much more satisfying feeling when you're listening to somebody and knowing they're listening to you and there's that exchange of words and listening to each other breathing and moaning. It's like alone is black and white and together is technicolor. That's the best way to describe it for me. Okay. Now, do you, are, you doing it at the, are you doing it at the same time as they are? Well, not on business calls, but on personal ones I certainly do. Okay. Ones that I play with for free on my own time, I certainly am enjoying myself with them. But business is business. And I'm very honest. A lot of operators are, oh, no, you know, I'm playing with myself all the time. Well, you know, They're some of them the are dog. honest, some of them are not. Right. You know, most guys are not calling for that kind of a call anyway, which a lot of people don't understand to begin with. Okay. But I'm always very honest. If a guy says, oh, well, you'll be touching yourself too, won't you? So, well, no, this is for you. This is for your benefit. I'm here mm-hmm. to help you. Mm-hmm. My focus is you. For. That's right. My focus is you. Mm-hmm. Most uh, most callers have a distinct fetish or fantasy that they want to explore. In mm-hmm. most cases, they realize it's only of interest to them, and they're not expecting the operator to be joining in on them. Okay. You, you don't go into a bar and expect to have a drink with the bartender. You know, the bartender would be falling down drunk if he had a drink with every guy yeah, that came true. in in order to drink that night. The bartender's there to serve the customers. I'm there to serve the customers. Right. Now, let me ask you, and I said this before we went on the first break, what I have found is when I do my presentations and seminars, which people can look at at www.loopadget.com, I find, and, you know, with with any of my books that are also listed there, I find that when I start seeing things in the adult industry, I start seeing people come and they will say to me, why is this happening in my bedroom? Can you tell me what you think the current trends are right now? And are there any new things that people are coming in and asking for as they explore what might be a new fantasy for them? Well, I can tell you, since I've been an operator, the one trend that I see on the upswing, which sort of baffles me because I don't quite understand the appeal of it, is trannies and she-males. I tell you, they are growing in leaps and bounds in popularity. There are more guys every year that mention, you know, wanting to talk about the trannies and the she-males. It just seems every year it's increasing. It's like when I started, sure, once in a while I'd hear about that. But, oh, boy, it's definitely becoming more popular. And Mm -hmm. even guys that I've talked to that have gone to escorts that are trannies and she-males, because a lot of clients that I talk to also have gone to escorts or are currently going to them. So the she-males and the trannies are definitely gaining in popularity for some reason. Do you could you postulate why? I I don't know. I guess people are maybe becoming more comfortable with alternate sexual realities. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that me, part I that yeah. part I would you know I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But I also think it's kind of like the more exotic, the more edge of trying mm-hmm. something. 
um, who More knows? Popular. Definitely. But I, I mean, we also, again, we do have much more, uh, a broader acceptance of different alternative, you know, sexual foci. Are you seeing more things where people want to have more discussions of BDSM post Fifty Shades? Uh, well, there's always a crowd that's been into that. Always the guys that want to get spanked, whipped, cock and ball tortured. That's popular. Mm-hmm. Um, ones that, and do they have know, their own? Do they have their own toys that they're using while oh, you're yeah. okay? Yeah. Oh yes, I can hear them smacking themselves. Absolutely. And some of them will just use regular household items. If they don't have actual paddles that they've gone out and purchased, they'll be whacking their balls with the bottom of a rubber-soled slipper or a wooden spoon that they've soaked in water. Regular household items that they're making do with. Mm -hmm. And I can hear them, and and they'll say, how many times do you want me to spank myself, mistress? They'd go for a dozen. And it's like, I can hear them whack, whack, whack. I can hear them going at it. So, yeah, they're really doing these things. Some of them now, will even email beforehand and say, what should I have on hand? And I'll keep them In away. preparation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, how long does a session normally last? Well, you definitely get guys that are anywhere from a minute to my longest call was just shy of 11 hours. Now, that's rare that you get one wow. like that. Most of them are probably 10 to 20 minutes. A okay. lot of guys will buy 10 minutes. Some will buy 30, some will buy an hour, but I'd say most will go with 10. Some of them at the end of the 10 will say, okay, I'll take another 10. But, yeah, most of them are in the 10 to 20-minute range. Then you have some are just five-minute ones, yeah. I remember going into a store just up from Harpo Studios in Chicago, and I wanted to look at a store and find product for people because I was doing a seminar there, and I wanted a place where women would feel comfortable walking into the store. So I wanted to see it with my own little eyeballs. I walked in, and they told me there were men who were constantly coming in, and they were just handing them these little tokens. And I'm oblivious to what's going on. And he said, oh, it's for the um, the the videos in the back. I'm like, okay. So when you say the one minute to the 11 hours, they had what they referred to as the one, two, and three token guys, which meant one minute, two minutes, yeah. or three minutes. Yeah. And he said that's what they were that's what they were back there for. They mm-hmm. would not allow women to go back there because there could be, you know, sex workers who would go back and, you know, apply their mm-hmm. trade. Mm-hmm. So when I went back there, you know, he said I'm gonna have to escort you back there and I'm like, Hey, I'm not a you know, <laughs> don't worry about me <laughs> But I said, I would like to have, you know, you explain things to me because mm-hmm. I've never been in one of these. But what I did see is how there really wasn't a whole lot of issue for these men to come in and the other men to know, we're going, I'm going back there to, you know, to just totally, mm-hmm. you know, jerk off and take care of myself. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, so I wanted to know from a business model standpoint, because this is your business, mm-hmm. how do you set this up? How do, how do you learn how to charge what for what time? Well, if you're at a company, it's going to be what the company sets, and then you'll get your, you know, cut of that. But there are definitely sites, if you have your own site, and there's even other platform sites where you can set your own per minute rate. So if you want to set yourself at 50 cents a minute or $25 a minute, you can do that. 
$2 a minute has been the standard industry rate for 20 years, basically. That's still what a lot of sites charge. Some girls will charge less to get higher call volume, but you're working harder for that money if you charge less. And there's ones into financial domination that are, you know, charging, you know, anywhere from $3 a minute to $6 a minute to on up. But you can set your own rates at most you know, sites where you set yourself up on, or if you have your own independent site with your own toll-free number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so how, Sharon, would people go about finding Climax Connection? How do they find you? How do they stumble upon you? I am having more people find me through Google. Um, Climax Connection is not my phone site one. It's uh, That's my adult community website one. And if people are looking for erotic chat rooms, that is the one term that a lot of people, because I ask everybody when they're new, how did you find the site? Oh, I Googled it. What did you Google? Erotic chat. And we're on the first page for erotic chat, so I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. So if people are looking for a chat room where they want to find free phone sex partners, webcam sex partners, cyber sex partners, or just a adult chat to, you know, have fun at the end of their day and wind down a little bit, read erotic stories that the members have contributed or listen to the erotic audios that the members have contributed of their sex sounds, there's forums. If they just are looking for adult chat sites, that's how a lot of people are finding it. And my chat is stable. It doesn't crash all the time like some other sites do. Um, I don't tolerate a lot of nonsense. If people are acting up, they're out of there. I don't tolerate cam girls or other operators on the site. People are not there to be hit up to be clients. They're there to have fun. And I definitely wanted that for people to feel comfortable. You know, we research um, pictures, reverse look them up. We remove fake pictures. We don't tolerate a lot of the stuff that other sites just let slide. Mm -hmm. And people say, you know, there's not that many people here yet because it really hasn't caught on yet. But the people that are here are real. They're not fake, and they're not there to be hit up as clients. Yeah. Now, the terms that are being used here, um, and Karina said, I just Googled the name. It's the first one to pop up, laugh out loud. <laughs> um, Karina is running the board for me at the, at the studio. The terms that people are using, I'm not totally familiar with them. Does adult chat mean that you're basically just talking to one another while you both masturbate? Oh, no. Most people in the chat room are not all there to hook up with somebody. Most, Well, a lot of them are, for sure. They're there to find a phone sex partner or cam sex or cyber partner to have fun with. But there's definitely people that will only chat in the main room. They're not interested in going in on one-on-one chat. Because in okay. the chat room, you can chat in the main room with everybody, and so what you type in, everybody will read, and you can interact with a, the whole group that's there. But you can also go into a private message with somebody, and a separate little chat box will pop up, and it's just one-on-one. On one. Not everybody wants that one-on-one chat. Some people will only chat in the main chat room. And those people are usually not there to hook up with somebody. They're just there to have fun adult conversation. And we'll talk about anything from the weather to movies to TV to celebrity scandals, you know, just anything that's going on. Here we are. We're coming in. <laughs> My bad. I was not watching the screen. <laughs> My guest is Sharon uh, Summers, and we are coming back. Connection, uh, ClimaxConnection.com. We'll be right back. 
This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back. So now we're going to get into the goodies section here. <laughs> Just before the break, Sharon Summers, who is the founder of ClimaxConnection.com, and I were having the discussion about trends and what people were doing and you know, how the, the people, the erotic chat site, how they found her. So, Sharon, mm-hmm. tell me, what are some of the craziest things that people have asked you for? You mean you the phone me? sex clients? Yeah. <laughs> there was one last month. He has a particular kink involving, it's it's very bizarre, about uh, Nazi officers and Jewish actresses, as he calls them, the Jewish whores. And, these, and we pick all these different celebrities to go into the whorehouse that are going to have to satisfy these Nazi officers. It's quite bizarre. And he said, I want you, after the call, to draw a swastika on yourself with red lipstick and send me the picture. And I, he wanted this on my forehead. So I did this after the call, and it was darn difficult looking in the mirror trying to draw that, draw that backwards. But I did it, and I took the picture, and I sent it to him, and he loved it. And my whole worry was the water delivery guy's going to arrive before I get a chance to wipe this off. To wipe it, to wash it off. Now, and I thought he'll think I'm crazy if I answer the door with a red lipstick right. on now, my but, forehead. Now, did he... He was just getting the picture then of it on your forehead. He wasn't getting your whole yeah. face. No, that's right. Yeah, he he got the forehead. Um, and he was very pleased with it, and he still looks at it to this day. And between the breasts as well. He wanted it between the breasts because in his fantasy, he has this thing about branding a swastika on these actresses' chests. So mm-hmm. I, the one that I was looking down to draw wasn't that difficult to draw on, but in the mirror doing it backwards, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I took the pictures of them and I cropped them, 
and and I sent it to him, and he has been thrilled with these pictures, let me tell you. But well, that was one of the more bizarre things that I've been asked to do. Mm-hmm. But didn't you tell me one about a toe? I did. I did. There's actually been a couple of different guys. The first time I heard it, I thought it was so weird. This has got to just be a one-time thing. But there's actually been about three guys over the years that have wanted me to talk about putting my toe up their ass. I don't know how that's appealing, but in any case, they really liked it. Um, That was one of the stranger ones. Um, There's definitely people into all kinds of things. I've talked to all kinds of people, one that wanted to hang me upside down and wrap my head in bandages and fill my pussy with jam and honey. I thought that was very strange. Um, well, <laughs> and then what was going to... No, and, what, and, and in their fantasy, what were you to do if your head's covered in bandages? Say muffled sounds? I, I don't know. I don't know if your head is covered in bandages, how you would be able to communicate in any way, especially if I'm hanging upside down by chains on my ankles with my pussy filled with the honey and jam. It was very bizarre. Um, but there, there's been so many bizarre things. I've had clients ask me to sing. Some of them will rewrite the lyrics to songs with naughty lyrics, and then they will send them to me, and then they want me to sing the song with the naughty lyrics instead. And I've been asked to do that several times. There's there's definitely guys that will like that. Or they'll send lines, and they want me to repeat the lines. I've had some that will direct me to some kind of a story site, and they'll say, I want you to read this story out loud to me. And And I've done that. I've read the story out loud to them. Mm-hmm. People have no idea all the reasons that people call. You haven't lived until you've talked to a drunk guy at 3 a.m., singing the theme song to Eight is Enough to you. That is bizarre. He's a very strange one that calls and does that. And, and he then what is it? Does he just want you to listen? Yes, he just wants me to listen. He likes Glenn Campbell. He likes several different people, and he'll he'll go on his jags where he'll want, he'll want to you know sing these Glenn Campbell songs or sing old TV theme shows or you know all these different things. And he just wants me to listen. And it's kind of sad, honestly, that somebody's that lonely that they're literally paying for an audience. I've had people read poetry they've written. I've had men play the guitar for me of songs they've written. And it's like one of them will do a, a stand-up comedy routine. I've had a couple tell jokes and things. And it's like, I think, wow, you're literally paying for an audience. You're paying well, you know, me by the minute. But, you know, even for men who use escorts, mm-hmm. sometimes that's what the, all they're doing. Paying for an audience. They are paying to have someone listen. Yeah, yeah, they are. And... So, but you did also mention when we first spoke that there are some people who are, they are very isolated. Oh, yeah. They're shut in. Yeah, and there's there's handicap callers as well. Okay. I've talked to several that are handicapped. Um, Mm -hmm. I can think of one recent one that had cerebral palsy, and he's in his 60s, and he's never been with a woman. Masturbation's the only sex he's ever had. Mm-hmm. And there's been several that, you know, may have not all had cerebral palsy, but they had various physical problems, and, and that was the case. They were in wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. I can think of a couple of clients I've had that have been blind. Um, people that just have problems, you know, and it hasn't worked out for them to have a, a relationship in their real life. And so phone sex is the only connection that they've had sexually to a woman. 
Do they tell you at the end, thank you? I'd say about two-thirds of them hang hang up as soon as they come without so much as a thank you or a goodbye. Oh, okay. Even so ones like... I've talked to for years, and that kind of bothers me because it's like I can think of one guy that's in that six-year group that I've talked to for that long, and even after all that time, as soon as he comes, like, click, there it is. You know, it's like <laughs> you can't take two seconds to say thanks. That was great. Have a good night, you know. It only takes a second to say that, and some of them just won't. They just hang up. Well, I guess when they're done, the, they're know, done. Well, also, they're staying in their own world and not going where you are. They're still staying mm-hmm. in their fantasy, I guess. Maybe. Maybe. I guess that's a, that's a good way of putting it. They don't want to break the fantasy. By, they want to, they, they want to, they're, they're complete with the fantasy, and now they're done. Mm-hmm. 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 Probably. Some now, of them certainly will chit-chat for a minute or two, but uh, most of them, no. Now, are there, so, ha, I know, I forgot to ask this question. Where, oh, where, Sharon, do you go to get your information? <laughs> My callers are the best source of information I've ever had. I have learned more talking to these men. I've done well over 100,000 calls in the wow. last six years. There was one place that I was at when I started, and they were very high call volume, but they were very short calls. The average call there was just under three minutes. So it's like you would get bang, 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 you know, one short call after another. And so that's where I racked up, you know, all these tens of thousands of numbers. And it's like you would just get these guys and talk for a couple minutes. Most of them have been at it before they ever pick up the phone. A lot of them are calling just to have you finish them off. Because they're thinking, you know, every minute this is costing me money. They want, you know, they want to just be there for the grand finale. That's what they want. Right, I remember this one man saying, if I'm looking, you know, at, you know, a porn film, he said, I have to make sure that I time it right, because he said, the last thing I want to do is see this see this ugly guy's face come flashing on just as I'm finishing. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, I guess you're right. He said, oh, dear. He said, I have to make sure. But when, because when I looked and, you know, was doing my research before we were speaking today, I was reading someone who said that they... In order to get themselves up to speed, what they did is they looked at a lot of porn. Because in order oh, to yes. to have yourself yeah. be aware of what's coming on, which is why I asked the question about trends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, are they looking for more anal play? Are they looking for more, you know, you know, people typically tend to know what it is that's the turn on for them. Oh, there's guys that are watching porn when they talk to me. I can hear it in the background. Oh. Yeah, and, you're and there's just... ones that will send me a link before the call, and they'll say, okay, I want you to put this on at this point so we can watch it from the same point together. That's, that's not that often that that happens. A couple times a year I'll get a guy that will want to watch something together like that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the anal thing, most guys want anal sex, most of the ones that I talk to anyway, and most of their women are not giving it to them, big surprise. So, well, yeah, most people aren't doing it well. Topic. That's a big well, topic. Yeah, most people are doing it very badly. And if they're looking at what they think is going to be the way to do it in the adult industry, they're going about it in a completely different fashion than what will make it be enjoyable. Probably. I mean, I, yeah, if I porn mean, is what they're learning from, yeah. Correct. So that's some other guy's fantasy, and that's not mm-hmm. what's going to tell them what's going to work. That's some other guy's fantasy. True. So let me ask you this one. 
do they want things from you afterwards? Well, aside from the guy that wanted the picture with the swastika, <laughs> do they look for, because I was reading something where they said they want things sent to them, but it's like about trying to keep your boundaries in place. Uh, that's actually really rare that I have guys that ask for panties. It has happened. I have had guys ask that, but it's it's fairly rare for me. I guess there's some girls that do that, you know, more frequently. They'll mail, you know, everything from socks to stockings to bras, panties, but it's it's pretty rare that I get that request. Mm-hmm. But there are some girls that definitely do it. There's whole websites that are set up for used, you know, stuff like that. And there's a trick. If guys honestly think a lot of them are getting genuine, you know, worn panties, I can tell you that there's a trick that some of the girls that sell the panties, they mix mayonnaise and tuna can juice. No! Oh, yes. And they will put a thin layer. They They will mix it up, and they'll put a thin coat on the crotch. And I'm thinking, if you've got stuff coming out of your body that's like mayonnaise and tuna can juice, you better go to a doctor. Thank you, because I'm going to tell you right now. This is the trick. Oh, my God. Do you know that, I mean, bacterial vaginosis is the thing that basically creates the so-called fishy smell. And (laughs) the only way you get that fishy smell is in the presence of semen. And it is literally a chemical reaction where there's a thing called an amine group, A-M-I-N-E. And that Mm -hmm. little amine group gets released from the secretions in the vagina because of vaginosis, meaning vagina condition of the vagina. So Mm -hmm. it's like the normal bacteria are not in balance. But, oh, my God, mayo and a thin thing of tuna, it's no wonder men still think everything has a problem there. (laughs) Yikes! It's just like that is like a alarming note because I did see that you know people are saying surely to goodness they have to realize that you know you know this is a brand new bra or something else. And then the person said, well, there's a whole market there for you know um, sweaty you know sweaty oh, yeah. bra stuff. Mm-hmm. But so the when you are how I'm, I'm going to hold this until after this next break. I want to know, how are the majority of these people masturbating? Is it hands? Is it toys? Is it with something else? What are they doing? And do they describe that to you? Now, we're coming Mm -hmm. up to 15 (laughs) seconds, so we're going to hold that. So come on back, and we'll tell you how they're doing themselves, okay? My guest is Sharon Summers, and she is the founder of ClimaxConnection.com. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Padgett. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Welcome to TogiNet, radio with a cutting edge. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. 
Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Now, my guest is Sharon Summers, and she is the founder of ClimaxConnection.com. But Sharon, you also have another erotic talk site. What is that? What's that URL? EroticTalkPhoneSex.com. EroticTalkPhoneSex.com. Okay. And so just before the break, I said, I want to know. Oh, by the way, I have to ask the question. The guy who was on the phone for 11 hours, yes. what was he doing? Oh, boy. <laughs> that was a marathon. That was, uh, I'd had a call before that was nine hours, but that one was, it was just under 11. It was, I, I think he literally only came once the whole time. I think his dick must have been about raw. I really do. And it was not a good phone connection. I was really struggling to hear him the whole time. It was uh, it was quite a taxing call. I mean, I was so grateful for the income, obviously, but sometimes when you have ones that are really long, it's really trying. It's like you, <laughs> you think another half hour I'm going to be rocking in the corner because it just can be very trying and taxing, you know. Well, but, you're, and, but you're providing a service, and you're having to yeah. give energetically. Oh, yeah. And some of them will hardly talk. I remember that man hardly talked during that time. There was a five-hour call I did once, and I don't think that man said ten sentences that whole time. I was like a one-woman monologue for five hours. My wow. throat was sore by the time I finished talking. Right. Do you, yeah, uh, you ever use throat coat tea? No. I just usually have a drink beside me, usually some Diapop or mm-hmm. water or something, so that I'll have something to sip at. But... um some of them really do expect you to do all the talking, and mm. you really have to, uh, you know, be on. Is that is would alcohol or drugs be factoring into these? On my end or theirs? Theirs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm well, maybe yours if you really want to see them, but on their end. Oh God! Because um, I know um, there are definitely ones. It, girls like the drunk callers, honestly, because they last longer. The ones. Oh, that's that are, true. They do. Yeah, they do. Because they can't get hard usually, and they can't come most of the time. They can't. They're they're trying their darndest, but they can't get there. Mm-hmm. So I never mind talking to a drunk caller. The ones on drugs, however, are a different matter. Even though I have appreciated some of the longer calls because they're more profitable, I've ended up blocking some of the guys that call on drugs, especially if they're on coke, because they're so hyper and so keyed up. It's like I can feel my own blood pressure going up. They are so demanding. Um, I don't know. I'm sure you've probably talked to people that were high, so you probably know what they're like to deal with. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking to somebody like that for one or two hours, 
you really feel like you've, you know, been put through the paces. You really have earned your money on that call. Well, you've been absolutely drained. It is. It's extremely draining. That's the perfect adjective for it. It mm-hmm. is very draining. They're just mm-hmm. so hyper. I can think of this one man. He would email these pictures of himself, and he, too, wrote on his body with lipstick. He would tell me the words that he wanted me to spell out on his body and ladies' underwear. And it's like every five minutes he would go change into a different pair of ladies' underwear and write a different word on himself, stick ice cubes up his ass, all kinds of weird stuff, and doing coke. And it's like he'd kept, you know, email telling me these pictures and describe what you see, describe what you see. And it's like, I just felt exhausted at the end of these calls. And after talking to him for three or four times, I thought, as much as I love this income from this man, I can't do this anymore with him. I can't. Mm -hmm. Sometimes callers, you really have to block them because you just cannot deal with them, even for the love of money. You can't. Some of them are just too much to deal with. I mean, as we know, for most people, when it comes to a job, it doesn't matter how much money after a certain point. You can't throw more money at someone to make them happier. It, it just doesn't happen. That's and, you true. know, speaking of, you know, for, mo- for many people, masturbation is something that's pretty private. And yet, for mm-hmm. in this instance, it's an exploration. So let's go back to the first question that I had on this. Da-da-da-da-da. What and how are they doing themselves? Do they have toys? Are they mm-hmm. incorporating toys anally? Uh, with mm-hmm. the penis, are they using <laughs> nipple clips? Are they tying themselves up? What are they doing? And are they dis- would some of them be, be describing that to you? Oh, or yeah. would you be telling them, them to do it? Some will ask me to direct them, but most of them are doing it pretty normally with their hands. Um, nipple clamps are pretty rare. I don't really get too many that are into that. The anal toys are a lot more popular than you'd think. Those are definitely you know, a growing trend as well. There's a lot more guys that are getting into vibes and and dildos and prostate massagers Mm -hmm. than one would think. And a lot of them do hide them from their wives because they're embarrassed. Some of them will use, you know, everything from carrots to cucumbers because they're afraid their wives will, you know, find these toys and and they'd be ruined. So there's definitely embarrassment in that area. You know, the one thing as a certified sex educator, I'm more than well aware of how much of the information shared in the area of sexuality is designed or created to create shame. And a lot mm-hmm. of that comes from religion, organized religion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And organized religion knows it has not done a good job in this area because organized religion is about control. Yes. And this is something that our bodies are born of spirit. Why can't we have something that we can enjoy and enjoy in a very natural way that has support for it. I call me crazy, you know. You're preaching to the choir, honey. I feel the same way. Exactly. I totally so, do. I really do. Now, and it's a shame some of them have come from those kind of backgrounds. Some of their mothers have absolutely ruined them. The shame that the mothers have drilled into them. I'd say most of the guys that I get that call for spanking it's because their mom caught them when they were a kid jerking off, and that was their punishment. And decades later, they're still fantasizing about it. It plants a seed, believe me. When, when I say the nerve, the nerve response pathway. Yeah. It plants and that seed. I had, um, and then when they try to ask for that in a relationship, it's really difficult to do so mm-hmm. unless they have someone. I mean, I had a woman who he loved. His favorite thing was to be slapped very, very hard across the face. Oh, jeez. And she couldn't do it. 
And then another woman who she had the same thing, that's what she loved. She was a lawyer she, and could not, her boyfriend said, I just, I, I can't hurt her like that. No. And yet it was something that had been downloaded where for the man, it was because of the mother. Mm-hmm. No question about it. So the majority of these men would then be either using their hands or they might be using a sleeve or they might be using yeah. a vibe. I will yeah. tell you that the prostate massage and the adult play toys are one of the biggest growing areas for adult novelties. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. And the strap-ons for pegging, yeah. which for people who are not aware, pegging is when a, a partner is wearing a strap-on with a dildo on it for anal penetration of a man. And that is huge. The vanilla style of that, huge. And if we think about it, you know, women enjoy, you know, may enjoy anal play. Many times men think that if they enjoy it that they're gay. Yeah, I hear that. They're worried. That's why they hide it, because they don't want their wives or girlfriends to think they're gay. So they'll hide their toys. Right. And here's what I tell them is, look, because what will happen is they will often go and have a PSA test. um, a prostate exam looking for uh, the level of prostatic-specific antigen, an indicator of potential uh, cancer, prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. And during that exam, you know, the guy's bent over the table, the physician puts on the glove, inserts the finger anally, and then presses on the prostate. Well, what many men don't know is that the nerves on the lateral side of the prostate are the nerves that once stimulated are the nerves that cause blood to rush into the penis. Mm. So these guys are bent over there. His finger is in there doing a digital, you know, rectal exam, and they get an erection and they go like this. Oh, my God, I'm secretly gay. Yeah. And what I tell them is I said, no, actually what's happening is your nerves are doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Your nerves are stimulating the blood flow to go into the penis. You have very healthy prostate nerves. Well done. And the look on their faces, and I literally had a man on a trip. I was with a relative of mine, and this guy goes, oh, my God, I felt like my I had been ass-raped. He said, I didn't realize that's what was happening. Oh, dear. And so he held that inside, Sharon, for five years mm-hmm. and never told anyone. But for many men, one of the most powerful erections and most powerful ejaculations they can have is when they have both sets of physiological nerves in the body stimulated at the same time. So the pudendal, which is the penis, and then the pelvic hypogastric area, which is the prostate. So getting the combination of the two of them, we know that for women, the, the doing G-spot and doing clitoris at the same time can create a tremendously different type of orgasm, it does the same thing for men. Yeah. So I always tell men, listen, if you're gay, you know you're gay. You do not need to have a body part stimulated to know you're gay. You're not You'll secretly know in gay. your mind. Yeah. Exactly. You'll know in your mind. You will know what turns you on, period. Yeah. So we're down to our final, like, two and a half minutes here. Da, da, da. The healing component, is it because it's validation for them? Or they can do this privately because I look for give something that takes the stigma off of something. Mm -hmm. And so for those 
then you, oh, you know what you also told me? You have a number of men who are mature virgins. Yes. A lot of people that go to a site like Climax Connection are adult virgins. That's quite common. I'd say on sites like that, probably 20 to 30% of the people are adult virgins because a lot of them are socially awkward and they have not had luck in real life with connections. Some of them are religious. But if they go online to look for cyber sex or a phone sex partner, sexting partner, webcam sex, um, it's not... It's not out of reach the way that a real connection might be. They may have no luck at the bar. They may have no luck at their friend's party meeting somebody. But you know what? They can go into a chat room and find somebody to cyber with and masturbate together with, and that's within reach. And Mm -hmm. behind the mask of anonymity that we have on the Internet, Mm -hmm. it's more comfortable for them, and they can be more their true selves. That shyness slips away. So right. they don't yeah. have to worry about, you know, the other the other judgments. Now, we're coming down to our final minute here. My guest today has been Sharon Summers, who is the founder of ClimaxConnection.com. You can see that's a lovely site up there. And also EroticTalkPhoneSex.com. And for both of these, they are services for people who want to enjoy their fantasies, who want to interchange and, you know, have interplay about their fantasies. And you know what, Sharon, I I think that there is such an important part of this that I give you credit for, you know, six years of doing this, and we are coming down to the end of the show. Sharon, thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you very much for having me. I very much appreciated it. Thank you. I And I loved being the student. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to help. (laughs) Okay, take care. Thanks so much, Sharon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 